dad stealing the show once again. Hello and welcome to another week's episode of Me, My Dad and The Bachelorette. Nice. <laughs> we love a transition. My name's Matilda Bosley. And my name's Ray Bosley. Uh, for those of you who may have forgotten, this is the gist. I'm the sort of 20-something-year-old bachelor reality TV obsessed one. My dad is a actual professional script writer and filmmaker who uh, has better things to do. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, and I'm forcing him to watch every single second of The Bachelorette. Uh, he's watched all of The Bachelor, yep. uh, only lost, you know, essential parts of his humanity and soul in the process. Yeah, but, you know, that which does not destroy me makes me stronger. Do you think that's the case? Actually, I think it's what that which does not make me stronger destroys me. <laughs> Okay, so um, we're on to the second season of your experience and like the 20th season of mine. But, um, oh, really? 20? Well, no, no, I barely, to what be honest, a dozen or something, I or? sometimes don't watch The Bachelorette. Okay. So we, it's a lot. We're on to season three for this year for me. Oh, okay. Like right. Bachelor in Paradise, oh, Paradise was rice beforehand. Bachelor, Bachelor. Yep. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a lot. Yep. But and I'm feeling the fatigue. <laughs> um, so we've got Ali as the one of the two bachelorettes this season. Would you like me to give you a quick rundown of who Ali oh, is? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Ali was a contestant and an early front runner in Matt Agnew's season. Right. Now, Matt Agnew was the season beforehand, and I never quite liked her, but it was possibly for sort of like misogynistic woman v woman reasons. Basically, you were meant to love Ali in the season. She was like the Bella or something of she, early on. She was yeah, so she was like the sweetie pie country darling. Oh, more of a Nicole. Yeah, kind of. But, you know, absolutely everyone thought she was going to win after the first episode. But as the series went on, she kind of got sucked into drama a little bit with Abby. And it kind of ended up being Ali v. Abby. But unlike that sort of storyline with Bella this season, where you're sort of meant to think that Bella's turning evil, mm. we were meant to think Abby was the bad guy, even though okay. actually Ali was kind of the one doing the wrong thing in that scenario, which led to me feeling very resentful of the edit and therefore very <laughs> resentful of Ali. You felt manipulated. I felt manipulated, but also I just felt unjustified and kind of in the binary workings of my lizard brain. Mm. If one was good, the other had to be bad. So I ended up um, right. coming out with a bit of a sour taste in my mouth, Ali. She also left um, fifth from last. She didn't even make it to hometowns. Oh, okay. um, and she got kicked off uh, when she was very sloshed. <laughs> <laughs> kind oh. of a... Uh, just drunk eyes getting put in a lot. Well, we saw. We, we, we saw. We, we yeah. were. Um, they lavished a flashback on us uh, of that, and I, I had, I do re remember you talking about Matt Agnew, and and so I kind of had this picture of him being a real kind of cock of the walk sort of serious bachelor kind of person. Mm. And then I see him for the first time <laughs> in my life, and he's like this sort of six foot nineteen. <laughs> Librarian in was he in an orange suit with weird glasses? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he looked like the world's most overgrown dweeb. He was meant to be like the sexy astrophysicist. Listen, Brian May from Queen, he is not. <laughs> oh mate. Well look, he, he had us all starstruck. 
Mm, get it? Okay. Yeah, get it? Yeah. Get yeah, it? Yeah. Did you did you see the planets aligned yeah, and I got see, that? Gag. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, that sent me into orbit. Um. Okay. So let's get on with our commentary. <laughs> oh. Okay. You beat me. <laughs> okay. We need to start getting this this fusion. Going. <laughs> get out of this black hole. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Stop beating me. Oh. You're doing better jokes, Dad. I'm a nerd. I'm a born nerd, and you're just trying to dabble in with it. Well, speaking of stars, we learn that these girls are from parks yeah um now i, I, I there's either uh, the parks radio telescope is either what i also know as tidbin bill or that's two different places that i've conflated but anyway parks radio telescope was very uh important and crucial in the early space missions because that was australia's kind of contribution linking them in when they sort of were out of range of all the american radio telescopes that were picking up the communication so it's a it's a it's real it's a real world kind of famous place and and now it's got two more brilliant exports another jewel another pair of jewels <laughs> in its crown yes i can't believe ali didn't bust that out during that agnew season that she was from parks oh boy. he would like why didn't Kept he, her light under a bushel. why didn't he pick her just so he could be near that telescope yep, yep. Oh, wait or is that a satellite dish is it's not a telescope. It's a radio telescope, which is the same thing as a satellite dish. But can it take photos? No, no. It's what not an optical telescope. It, 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 sucks. Non... It, it, it picks up radio emanations from the yeah. universe and makes and then the scientists make sense of them and get pictures of things way, way more. They get pictures of things so far distant that they you, you couldn't really make them out of from the grain of looking through a telescope. Yeah. Okay. Um, why don't we grab your sort of initial reaction to this very first episode sure i couldn't tell if it was four and a half hours or five and a half hours <laughs> it is daylight saving so maybe it was six and a half hours i was only asleep for a little part of it but gee i'm not suicidal i'm just you know morbidly depressed <laughs> boy i mean he was a one-trick amphibian and there's value in in jake the angel because he's clearly a reba Oh, oh, they're much worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's not a potential bachelor amongst them. It's a rocky road ahead, I think, and uh, probably a thankless task for neither of us. One thing that I'd like to note about their country um, upbringing is Ali's <laughs> quiet country, isn't she? Mm. Oh, Struth, oh, <laughs> crikey. crikey, fair dinkum. Oh, got a little truck, put it in a chopper and go over to Haydale. <laughs> She's constantly just using this kind of like, oh, larrikin language, which like worked for her first season. But it's a bit more jarring when then you then cut to Becky, who doesn't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and has like a very metropolitan cadence to her voice and accent. Yep. And yep. just, so it's like, Puts the lie to the um, the hayseed. <laughs> Maybe she's just had us five extra years in the city or something. Uh, but like, it really does highlight the kind of um, manufactured nature <laughs> of Ali's persona, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we have a lot of shots of them like camping and near the river and near the this and the, 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 they really they're country bells, Dad. Yep. They're country sweethearts, and we want you to know that, mm. which we know more because we've introduced the Country Rose. Oh, yeah, that's right. They first gave out the Country Rose. I'm. It completely sent me when I saw the Country <laughs> Rose because it is just a light pink rose with a small bit of gingham tied around mm. it. Like, the Bachelor producer's sort of, like, perspective on rural Australia is very hardly, telling. Hardly nuanced. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Oh my god. Okay, so they arrive at the mansion. They're sisters. How funny. Yep. And this is, you know, blazing a new trail with this because it's two bachelorettes for the first time in history. They say it's a world first. Yeah. But it's only a world first that they're sisters. There's been other times where they've done two bachelorettes. Oh, okay. I think New Zealand did it recently. Right, okay. And apparently everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Like, sure. (laughs) They never do this with the men, though. No. Okay. It'd be too much. There's already too much men in The Bachelorette. I think so, yes. Yeah, I, can't, I couldn't stand two of them having storylines. Um, okay, so we, we begin this sort of red carpet where there's just A repeated jokes. <laughs> yes. Well, the one the one moment of kind of genuineness was when every, every one of The Bachelors sort of suddenly clocked, hang on, there's two of them. <laughs> and what does this mean? You see the gears whirling in their heads and they realise, oh, that's different. And, and some of them had quite sort of... You know, uh, they they reacted quite bigly. You know, like um, I yeah. think Shannon sort of freaked out a bit, and and certainly um, and uh, Sarge like high fived them, which oh, I thought that's was right. nice. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you kind of be, being so caught off guard by that was good because you sort of saw a bit of realness from them instead of the, the sort of show offy kind of making their entrance that they'd thought about all year. Yeah, yeah, it did take them off guard. But I'm so sick of all the like oh, the sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the immediate aftermath was pretty hard to take, yeah. Like, yeah. I I just don't like the overtures of this whole show, which is like joking about sisters dating the same guy kind of thing. Mm. Like, it's just all a bit yucky for 7.30, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so notable entrances. There weren't many. Um, I liked Sam, AB. Sam was first off. Sa- with Sam was first off with his... ginormous bunch of red balloons. He's like, I like to travel. So he's like an empty basket attached to some balloons. Very I symbolic. didn't understand it. I'm like, are you the old man from Up? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that's what he was going for, yeah. Or just a slightly more symbolic, you know, hot air balloon, Phineas Fogg, around the world in 80, with 80 balloons. I don't know. Um, maybe he's just trying to get on a hot air balloon mm. for a date. Yep. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be sort of well within the wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, my favourite character of tonight was AB. Yes, okay. Which we thought his name was Ab. So he does this amazing little, very choreographed <laughs> dance coming in with a lot of hips. Mm, mm. And then he... Fundamentally, can't understand the idea that there's two. <laughs> well, he, he was one that was just talking to Becky, wasn't it? Yeah, he just it was... thought it was Becky, but then sort of must have thought Ali was like the friend or, or something, or the production assistant or something that yeah. was with her for reasons of COVID or something. I don't know. It was sort of like he was kind of purposely ignoring her because he felt like he was meant to or something. Yeah, and... it was. It was like he was just playing along. And then, which Ellie is so had... funny, given that she's the famous one out of the two of them. Yeah, right. That obviously went straight over his orange head. Yeah. Um. And then she and Ali had to literally sort of say, "I'm here too," you know, yeah. <laughs> words to that effect. And uh, then it took him a long time to figure it all out. Yeah. That. I think he was, like, doing that thing where he was showing up being confused to buffer to give him time to think of a joke. Right. And then it just didn't happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we were sort of left <laughs> for quite a period of time. I loved him. He was brilliant. I, I sort of hated him, but that's that's only because <laughs> of this. Yeah, You're not jaded enough to understand his brilliance right. as of yet, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, came in strong... 
left strong, as we'll see. Yeah, oh, yeah, but I'm that, very, I'm very disappointed gen- that he won't be in more. Genuinely true. He he hit a great exit. Yeah, he one of the classiest guys mm. in this show. Mm. Um, who else? We've got Shannon. Shannon was a bit of a dark horse. He was good. He had three brothers, all from New Zealand, and they did a hucker, and yeah. um, it was great. Yeah, it was brilliant. Mm. We loved it. Mm. Um, and he was nice. He took a shine to Becky. I like any guy who likes Becky more. Yeah, like yeah. they all seem to be the nicer kind. Maybe it's because they're just like actually the older dudes who are a bit more like composed. But not people like um, uh, steampunk hat man. He, oh, he, he went straight to Becky, and he's like twenty three or something or twenty four. I something. think it's they, just because she was wearing a brighter dress. To be honest, maybe okay. she blended in it's, less with the with the it's like moths, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Actually, mo- a lot of the men seems to be interested in Becky. Mm. Or maybe we just haven't spent enough time paying attention to the alley one. As of yet, um, uh, Shannon was great. We steampunk just got breezed past. Oh yeah, yeah. And and our and one our what's it, Adrian? Um, uh, Andrew. Andrew. We ended up being so right about Andrew that he was going to be the narrator. Yes, he did an amazing little yeah little David Attenborough Attenborough monologue. Faux kind of wildlife documentary. I mean, it wasn't that creative, but it was great. It was good. Yeah, it was good value. Um, We had Saj. Yep. Who I adored. Yeah, he was he was an instant hit. He he was just a charming, you know, humor, humility and humble guy. Um, I. One thing that the listeners might not know is that the person that edits these podcasts is my boyfriend Anthony. Um, so if you could just just trust that the next 30 seconds are going to be fine and then just skip ahead. Anthony, yes. Okay, so Sarge was... I'm in love with him. Okay. He's right. gorgeous. Like, I audibly sighed when he came on the screen. I loved him. I, Every part of it. I was starting to fall for him too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was... I, it got to the point where I'm like, have I been watching this show too long that I'm genuinely <laughs> invested in this man? Because he brought a, a carpet, a sort of, you know, tradition. He's from Afghanistan. Yeah. He, he, he kicked off with a, a bold move, which was just speaking Af- Afghan to them for yeah. a, a little moment. But having gotten through that, um, and then he unrolled this carpet and they all lay down on it, on their backs, and looked up and gazed at the stars. And he told this beautiful story about, like, growing up and talking about his grandma, you know, they're looking up at the same stars because his grandma was across the world. It was the right level of, like, intimate but, like, not too personal to be weird. Yeah, and and, and a real kind of happy coincidence <laughs> that the two girls <laughs> were from parks. parks. Yeah. Stargazing has been all of they've been thinking about yep. or growing up. Yep. And so Sarge was just an all-round triumph. Uh, you know, probably one of the best kind of red carpets ever. He was the best. Mm. And that's, we're going to get to it. Because we also have Harry, who was fine. He was fine, yeah. We thought Harry, we thought we saw big things ahead for Harry uh, in our pre show kind of rundown, but he was all right. He has a son. Mm-hmm. He also was on a previous reality TV show. Right. He was on House Rules. Bachelorette in Paradise. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, what did I say? House Rules. House Rules? Yeah. Yeah. He was on it. Yeah, he was on I got confused. You threw me for a loop. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I got lost. Okay. Um, I think House Rules is like the off-brand The Block. I'm not completely oh, sure. Oh, okay. Though. Like My Kitchen Rules, but in the house. So, yeah. What My Kitchen Rules is to MasterChef. Instead of a filet What are the House Rules? Like walls? Don't yeah, have it collapse? I, I think so. Yeah, keep the wind off. Well, apparently he was on it with his wife. 
Right. And then they fought the whole time, from what I've heard. And then, then clearly he's not on this show with his wife. <laughs> no, definitely no. not. Um, mm. So it seems like ma- reality TV hasn't really worked for him in the past, has it? Imagine if in some future <laughs> series of the, the Bachelorette, what the last person that comes down the red carpet is is with his wife there. The two of them are rock, rock up, and it's like. Well, you know, <laughs> you might be into something like that. Swingers Bachelor. That's yeah, yeah, the next yeah. incarnation. Put your car keys in the fishbowl bachelorette. Yes. Yeah. I When you said car keys, I thought you meant like car key shorts. Do um, that like, as well. That's a full fishbowl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. So the angel. Uh, yeah, we couldn't met... stand him. Couldn't. His name's Jake. He's a show off. He's got a good bod. So he, why why wouldn't you wear angel wings and and yeah. prance around in striped red and white? Well, we pants. were we were looking. We were like, we want to see what the shorts are, but they weren't oh, yeah. shorts. They were full length stockings. They were, yeah, I don't believe Jamblings that was or whatever they call. What are those a things? A good choice. Called? Yeah, yeah. Jeggings. Jeggings. Yes. They definitely aren't jeggings, but I appreciate the uh, 2013 pop culture yep. reference, Dad. Yep. Um, yeah, no one else. Oh, then Joe, who Ali's already dated. Oh, yeah, okay. Joe, the, the sort of Newcastle local that has dated Ali. Yeah, yeah, great. And he's very, very, very down to earth. Probably, possibly too down to earth. I also don't buy that he didn't know that Ali was going to be on there because it's like, it's not like he would have auditioned for this show organically, surely. Like, the producers clearly oh. sought this man out. Well, what, they had a list of all Ali's. Previous boyfriends, yeah. and oh, they no, just no, no. They, them one they at a time. make you fill out if you apply for oh. the Bachelor. They make you fill out who your previous boyfriends are, like all partners. Okay. And I'm assuming the Bachelorette definitely the producers would have known about him. Right. Oh, so I'm just showing my naivety. How right. dare you? They also make you list your cup size. Oh, okay. What? What? All the guys? How? How, big, <laughs> how, how, how much coffee they drink? <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah. How many Starbucks pods they mm. can down? Mm. Um. Okay. So we get into the bachelor. If we've forgotten anyone, they can stay forgotten. Yep. Fraser was nice. That's about it. Oh, we had. Um. There was Dolphin Boy. He was the only oh, stand out. He was. Off. He was very painful. Yeah, we didn't like him. Everyone on Twitter loved Dolphin Boy. Oh, I really? Wasn't, I wasn't oh. charmed. We get into the Bachelor Mansion, um, and then they have a few dates, but s- very quickly. Dates? What do you mean? Like Let's... little, little, little poor uh, size, little chats. Chat, chats. Yeah, yeah little at the chats. cocktail party. There was a lot of women wearing men's jackets. Oh yes, because yeah. it was cold. It was and, cold, and men were gentlemen. But yep. very quickly, this show dissolved into Harry chat. Just Harry was the main character all of a sudden. Yeah, that was the plot line for this one because he that he's got yes. the country roads, which means which that... I'm furious about. Right, because the country roads was meant to be for the people that had the best first impression for both yep. the girls, and clearly it wasn't him. It was Who Sarge. Was it? Sarge, yeah, a hundred percent, definitely. What did Harry even do? He just like walked I don't know. in. Yeah, he he had a son. Maybe yeah. that earns him something. I don't even know if that came up. Yeah. Anyway. That was the moment where I'm like, okay, all my hopes for this season are gone. <laughs> like, that was the moment. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, oh. no, genuinely the sinking feeling in my heart mm. when that happened. I'm like, oh, God, we can't trust these women's judgment. Right. And then Harry became... So he's got to choose who he takes on the world's yeah. first double date. And he suddenly became this slimy little weasel. <laughs> but a misguided one. Yeah. So he was going to make the kind of strategic choice about who oh, to bring very, on the date. Oh, meticulous detail about this strategic choice. Walk me through this brilliant so, decision-making process. So Harry was, you know, took a shine, instant shine to Ali, 
And yeah. so his, his inescapable logic was find someone to go on this double date who's into Becky. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, narrowed it down to like five guys or something <laughs> yeah. out of the 20 or, you know, just off the bat. Um, but then we but, learned about this like eight times. We had it explained to it us. It was eked out like we were watching a Sherlock Holmes mystery or something that, you know. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Everyone got it. The moment they said that he got to choose the other guy who gets to go on the double date, yep. we got what was happening. Yeah. But I thought his, his better tactic would be to find, to, you know, meticulously find the absolute worst of the other bachelors, take that person on the double date with him so he just looks amazing in comparison. But yeah. he didn't really do that. In fact, he did the opposite of that. No, he picked, he picked the best Shannon. guy. But he picked Shannon, who was very interested in Becky. Yep. But the thing about Harry is he was clearly picked for Becky. <laughs> like, he was definitely well, cast. he's one of the oldest. He's, he's 35. 35, has a kid. This is definitely the man that was, like, picked for the older the of the two gals. sister who's five years older than the yeah. other one. Yeah, like, the one who's in his sort of reasonable age bracket. Mm. And also is probably more in a point in her life where dating someone with a kid is, like, a Not realistic a huge handicap. Yeah. prospect. Mm. And he just picks wrong. Yep. Well, look, that's that's love. You know, and then he, then we you can't this, choose. We have this whole drama in the second episode about him, you know, being too far along in life. And it's like, yeah, you are for Ellie. Yep. Anyway, so he ends up picking Shannon and, like, good choice. And then that's pretty much the end of the episode. Nothing else particularly dramatic oh, happens, does yeah, it? Yeah, we, did, we didn't see their date until the episode No, two. so we have a rose ceremony yep. and they end up kicking out Nicholas and Dolphin Boy. Dolphin Boy. Who's Nicholas? Nicholas was the one, when we were looking at his, oh, like his shots, kid. we thought that he... he was, he described him as like arrogant and cocky, and oh, we thought yeah. he was going to be the villain. And I think he was cast as the villain, but then he got kicked out straight away because he looked like he just graduated HSC or something. Oh, yeah, yeah VCE. I mean, yeah, he was pretty young, but mm. he was also wearing a weirdly shiny white suit. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that there's no conflict or drama at all in this TV show I, uh, so far? Funnily enough, I have noticed that. Like, too. it's almost like conflict is what drives storyline. Almost, yeah. As an Augie nom yes. nominated scriptwriter and winner previously, would you agree? Yes, that yes. That conflict is key. It, 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 it's got something to do with good drama. Something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and we don't have any currently. All the guys are either like nice or boring. Well, and it's mostly boring. Credit where credit's due. They were setting up Jake as the sort of dastardly mustache twirling angel. Yeah, he was kind of the Ariba, but like with less like intelligence less pizzazz you know yeah <laughs> also why did he keep the angel wings on all night yeah, yeah. and oh but then jacket. when he got too cold he <laughs> yeah. put on the what was the mohair sort of fluffy polar white bears killed in the process yeah polar bear jacket yeah that was i spat out my teeth <laughs> i couldn't deal with that that was great yeah. um okay end of first episode i think we just gotta bang. call it bang yep. uh let's jump into your reaction to this second episode yes let's do that Oh, so that's episode two, huh? Um, that was dull and boring and tedious. We went to the farm, didn't we, and chased some cows. The world's first double date on The Bachelorette, and we went to a farm. Uh, there was a photo shoot, I think. There were jellyfish involved. That was it. Okay, so episode two was what it was. It was a bit of a yawn fest, really. Yeah. It was kind of when... The you know the very first we, we made history with episode two because it was the world first double date 
on The Bachelorette, all, kind of, but wasn't really, but for as far as they wanted us to believe it was. And they went to a farm and chased some cows and then they made a campfire and roasted some marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. it. Mm. Like, there was a helicopter to get them there, but that oh, was... Oh, they rocked up on the beach and they were like, this isn't the country. Oh, wow. Yeah, amazing. And then they helicoptered and Shannon was like ready to make out with Becky. Yep, yep. He was um, down to kiss. Yeah. Then they st- so they get to this farm which sort of seems like a Collingwood children's farm <laughs> hobby. Like I feel like I've gone to these like practical farm day oh, excursions yeah. in primary school and this is where they'd send you. Like yep. in prep I did a farm day. Yep. And you like got I think to everyone... shovel some cow poo and like whip up some milk. Yeah, and in high school we went to a farm and and got to stick our fingers in the the cow milking suction things. Didn't you see a sheep get slaughtered? That was school camp, and I didn't. I was one of two kids in 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 four, you know, year six, year seven, sorry, that that were conscientious objectors and hid behind the shed and didn't watch the lamb being slaughtered or That's the, the sheep being slaughtered. Yeah. Why? Tell me about it. Why would that be an activity on a school camp? Because it's real life. It's farm. It's you know. I don't know, maybe there's a sort of subtext to the school I went to that they were all trying to turn out vegans. Well, it didn't work for you. No, but, but, but it was a close run thing, I can tell you. <laughs> generationally, you produced a vegetarian. Yeah, it so. skips a generation. <laughs> I can't, okay, I'm, I'm moving past yep. that. That being said, in high school, we did um, just straight up watch JFK's assassination and oh, okay. all of the Twin Tower jumping videos. Oh, right. Like in class. Okay. That, as a 14 year old, is quite a lot. Well, as a as a whatever I was year old, that was pretty much yeah. Yeah, we've had some questionable educational choices mm. overall. Oh, okay, okay. But Sorry, I was just thinking about Jackie Kennedy reaching for the back of his oh, skull. Yes. Um, <laughs> back the yep. um, okay. So they they're cracking some whips on this farm, Shannon and Becky. Oh, and that's right. And neither of them can do it. Yeah, but and which yeah, and once yes, again they, goes we, to show that Becky is not a real farm girl. Yeah, and yet they failed, but. Not in the comedic, wonderful way where, you know, an ear falls on the ground or something. Yeah, they didn't even, like, whip each other. They didn't hurt themselves. Yeah. yeah. They just, like, went, pacha, and nothing happened. There was more pain in the episode, in the commercial for the goggle box that yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> God. It was boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I don't know what to say. And then we cut to, then you know, that, two. that sort of exciting time. <laughs> do they kiss when they're doing the whips or do they kiss later on? Oh, it was later on, wasn't the it? Shannon kiss weirdly, like, yeah, going in yeah, for the kiss. Yeah. And then we cut to Harry and Ellie just, like, herding some cows slowly. Chasing some cows from one end of the farm one, to another. One end of the paddock to another, which feels like a sort of task you do in, like, the tutorial of a farm simulator <laughs> game where you're, like, learning the controls. Yeah, yeah. And then this, like, weirdly blokey country dude is, like, explaining and trying to make jokes. And it's just... Yep. Who cares? Yep, yep. yep. Who cares? It was, like, eight cows. Yep. And then mum... Bloody mum was quizzing us on what type of cows they were. Oh, that's right. Because unlike Becky, she actually did grow up on a farm. (laughs) Yeah, and they were... What were they? Herefordshires or something? I don't even eat meat. Why would I know what type of cows they are? Because you love live animals. I love live animals, but I love them for their personality, not their breed. Okay. You see? I'm I'm far too... They they were Hereford cows. Herefords, yes. Hereford cows. Um, But, uh, like, I thought these girls were just, like, from a country town. (laughs) Like, this show will have us believe that they were actually birthed by a dairy cow in the middle of a paddock. Yeah, but no, no, not, not... 
from the evidence we were then shown. Yeah, but, but like, how country are they? Like, how far away is Parks from Sydney? Closer to Canberra. It's sort of in the middle of New South Wales somewhere. Hey Siri, how far away is Parks from Canberra? Parks is about 290 kilometres from Canberra by car. Okay, that seems like a lot. Is that a lot? Yeah, that's a three-hour drive. Whatever, Ali. You've won this time. <laughs> <laughs> Siri wasn't on my side. Um, so one of the interesting things is we then cut to Ali having a little campfire with Harry. Harry. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, or was this not at all a fucking double date? Because they were separated the whole they day. They spent ten minutes together. They spent while the roasted mar- they, spent- they carpooled to two single days. And they spent two marshmallows together. Oh, and then they separated out. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't a double date at all. We didn't even have, like, <laughs> Ali and Becky, like, touch base and talk shit about the guys. Which, like, I was hoping was what we'd get out of this yeah, season. Yeah. Anyway, so suddenly Ali learns that Harry has a son. Yep. And I'm going to take an in turns to roast both of these people. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Ali says, I have no issue with people having a son or a child, dating someone with a child, but, like, I want to travel really spontaneously and, like, go at a moment's notice, which gave me sort of locky PTSD. And I don't think someone with a kid can do that. So it's like, so you do have an issue yeah. with dating someone with a child. I don't have an issue with dating someone who has a child. Just who, and anyone I'll now who explain has what they should, any of is. the responsibility <laughs> of having a child. Yeah. Like, does she want, like, a dad, deadbeat dad? Is that her ideal parental dating partner? Perhaps it is, yes. Or, or someone with a very accommodating babysitter. Yeah. Well, maybe his ex-wife mm. will help out. That's right, yeah. But then basically she says we're not in the same point in life. Yep. But then he, now now to the Harry roast, mm. he's like, that shouldn't be an issue. I don't see why this is an issue. Like, I, I want to just burden you and, like, squash all your dreams of being able to travel. Because didn't he go into a rave about all the places he'd already been uh, in his younger like, days? I've been to Bali a few times. No, no, he went to some good places. He's like Santorini. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... But I'm sure that was before Xavier. <laughs> right. So neither, no one was the winner in that conversation. Yeah, and they're basically like, I don't think this is going to work, mate. Yep, yep. And it's like, oh, the producer's like, no shit, we brought you in for Becky. <laughs> what, didn't you read your, your call sheet, Harry? And then, and then we cut to Becky and Shannon and they're just making out. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I would have, I wish they had done, so, they have so many opportunities for funny editing in this show and they aren't doing it. Like they could have just cut between those two dates <laughs> repeatedly of them just like getting along perfectly, just kissing each other like crazy yep yep anyway he gets a little short little rose have you worked out how the roses work yet the they for their buttonholes they're, yeah they're, but how do they attach uh, magnets but i don't know exactly how they, they, does she surreptitiously slip have they already are they pre-magnetized these guys <laughs> you imagine if you rock up to a date and they haven't installed the magnet oh in the that's back a giveaway <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not a good look for uh, you so anyway the rose goes click onto him yep and that's sealed and the deal. They, Harry doesn't get one. Yeah. And mm. I assume they helicopter back. Yep. Harry, to his credit, was pretty happy for Shannon that he got a rose and was yeah. quite, quite supportive. When the when they came back, the boys, when they came back into the boys' room, which I just could imagine the PO in that, <laughs> in that living room, you know, he was quite upbeat and positive about it, to his credit. He yeah, yeah. And, and, and he was, the gauntlets were being thrown at him, thrown down in front of him left, right and centre because everyone's kind of like with this sort of well-meaning kind of, you know, upbeat lilt to their voices saying, 
So did you get a rose? But also, or, they spent all last episode just thinking, like, he's the front runner, he's the front runner. Yeah. And then for him to rock up without the rose, like, you'd be a bit like, oof. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty rough job being Harry right now. I think so, yes. But you anyway, know, so Shannon's he, he like. Took, he took it on the chin and made the best of it and rose to the occasion, which was a bad occasion. Rose to the occasion? Well, he didn't do that, did he? I guess uh, he didn't even get to keep the country rose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't even have well, his gingham. It was irrelevant by the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Um. So then we transition to a group date, which is our mainstay group date, the photo shoot. Oh, yeah, the photo shoot. So, you know, the, what I now understand to be the big, you know, a time on a traditional photo shoot. And at least we weren't in some sort of shopping mall or something this time. We were at an actual kind of weird COVID prop, safe prop studio. COVID safe <laughs> Prop studio. There was some sort of shot at the start. It was, it's, you know, like movie props. Yeah. Warehouse or something. I think it was meant to be like an acting theme. Yeah. But it was actually a weird Australiana theme. Yeah. Um. Because we had uh, they teased like, us because they had. Oh my god! Had... These fucking. They, we get it. They're from the fucking country. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so frustrated by this point in the episode. Like, oh my god! The amount they're talking about how much they love Australia, just like. Ooh, it gets to me. It feels a little one nation y. Like, I don't oh. mean to. I don't. Like, I'm starting to get like worrying fish and chip shop vibes from these guys. Oh, so the the theme is what? Um, Becky's theme is the big things. Yeah, that's right. And she they and didn't even boyfriend. make a big dick joke. Oh, okay. The, Sorry, I just the took whole, the wind out of me with what, that one. What were the jellyfish? The boyfriend and the girlfriend are going on a tour of Australia and taking all these happy snaps in front of big things like the big um, kind of prawn and the big banana and the big, I don't know. The Pineapple. Big, big idiot. I think you're thinking too much into the storyline. But then it. there was also the photo bomber. Yes, which was Adrian. Yeah. And Adrian kind of... What did I say? What did I say about this man? I said he's going to, at the first photo shoot, going to get weird and overprotective and come out too strong. Was mm. I wrong? No. No, you were was not I you were, was I wrong? You were actually right. Wow. You know who they did dirty in this one? I mean they did most of those things dirty. <laughs> Sarge. Sarge. As <laughs> the most miserable well, little pineapple. And yet, and yet, look, if you think back to The Bachelor when Steph was the dad in yeah. the photo shoot and she she made Under. an asset of that. She was she came right out and 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 you know, won the day with that shot of shot of the match with that. Yeah, and Sarge could have as the big pineapple, but no, he no. got all sulky and kind of was try- couldn't get out of that pineapple costume quick enough. Do you know what? In what way they didn't do him dirty when they we were having the joke that he was leaning. So there was they were doing a bit of a group shot. He's dressed as like a little pineapple in like green stockings and a sort of round little pineapple skirt. Mm. Um, and then they lean down and they're like, oh, you need to pull the pineapple skirt down at the front. You're showing too Because much. you're showing too much fruit salad. Yes. <laughs> but then they, like, do a black bar against what we're meant to assume oh, did they? is oh, his penis. That, that slipped past me, right. No, but they, it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> he was leaning sort of on his <laughs> knees, and they bloody blanked out from, like, his crotch <laughs> to the ground. Right, right. Like, they, like... And, I, and it's like, is this a joke or was all of this required? <laughs> also, like, do they know how stockings work? I don't think his weenus was hanging out. I can't imagine physically how that happened. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Anyway, he, yes, he was a bit sulky about it yep. and we didn't love that. Mm. And then Adrian got weirdly sulky in the next photo 
shoot, which was Steve and Becky oh, in a sort yeah. of some sort of weird colonial horseback riding meals and boons situation. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was all very kind of sensual and 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 kind of sparks were flying as we were told multiple times from all the other bachelors well, watching all the boys were getting jealous and then they all sort of walked away and then steve took that opportunity to get in a sneaky little kiss he, there he, he pulled the hat off his head and hid them both behind it and... i thought it was cute it, it put steve i i mean we totally wrote him off we yeah didn't, we didn't even pay attention to mm, him mm. but he's now in the front running yep i don't like him yes. there's a lot of talk about his muscles and things and I'm not sure I saw any evidence just like of them. He's like a dweeby little dude, right? Just normal. Fine. Yeah. Mm. As good, opposed good to bloke. the 19 other guys <laughs> that were just like ripped. And then I don't actually remember anything from Ali's photo shoots. That was the, the one-on-one with Fraser. Yeah, and they were and down they were in a mine. mine and it was just like kind of They had UST. a geologist and an explosives expert and they chose neither of them for the mining photo and shoot. And yet they made the right decision. Yeah, I like how salty geologist was getting <laughs> yes. about it. That was great. And then Fraser was sort of like pumping the explosive. Oh, that's right. The, the, yeah. the sort of detonator kind of thing. Oh, and they she they had like a beach. Oh, the beach was the group photo, and they had oh. the um, jellyfish, which reminded me. I it it unearthed a core memory from my childhood, <laughs> which was the pilot episode of H two O Just Add Water, uh-huh. a series about women, uh, te- three teenage girls living on the Gold Coast who turn into mermaids every time they're touched by water. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes dressed to a, comp- a sea-themed oh, costume I'm competition getting... as a giant jellyfish. This is all coming back to me, yes. And I just, like, I, it's all I could think about that whole right that whole episode. Yeah, well, I, who could blame you? So, uh, Joey... Oh, um... my tweet made it into the punky roundup, so that's, that's <laughs> something. That's an achievement. But enough about you. Oh, f- oh okay. <laughs> Heaven forbid I have one comment that's not about Ali. Ali's taking over. I don't remember anything from this beach day. Uh, well, Joey was a jellyfish, and I don't know who else was. Oh, and there was a bit of drama about, you know, like a- Aggie or... No, who? Oh, geologist. Oh, Aggie let down his hair. Oh, was that Aggie? But yeah. Aggie's got a beard. And no, the- that was Aggie. Okay, That cool. was Aggie, trust yep. me. Anyway, everyone everyone in the building looked at his hair and was gobsmacked, and I didn't understand that. But anyway. Great. He was great. Fine. Sure. We love it. That's the end of the photo That's shoot. It. Yep. That's the end of the episode. Oh, was it? No, they had a cocktail party. Oh, yeah. And, they and, and yep. we're going to talk about Harry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Harry the little snake. What does Harry do? Do you remember? I do remember, but... Unearth it? Don't ask me. Lock it? Unlock it? Yeah. No. He... Okay, so, like, they have a few chats. Oh, yes, 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 um, yes. The steampunk guy gives Ali a... Um, gives Becky a Wendy. ugly necklace. Have we glossed over Abby, or is that AB? Does that come Oh, out? we glossed over AB. In F1? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Um, a king that we've left out. Let's not... Try and edit this back into that point. Let's just yeah. say, our bad. We forgot. We this, forgot the best thing in F one. The best thing in F one, which was A B gets the first rose or one of the one of the first roses by Becky, and then he stands in front of her and he's like, "Nah, I sorry. can't. I can't. I can't. I, won't, I can't accept this rose." Yeah, he's just like, "I'm not into it. I'd rather just tell you now than like string you along and they tell sort of you later." Trotted outside and had a little. One on one, and he said he's just just really not sort of feeling it, and doesn't want to waste everyone's time, and, and with, then, with great dignity got yeah, into the limo and leave. disappeared from the show. It was brilliant. It was great. It was amazing. Yeah, 
And, Sorry uh, that we're mentioning this halfway through episode two, but it was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Back to sorry. The back present. to a lot. Flashback uh, over. <laughs> to less impressive men. Yes. Um. We. Ab also seemed very young. He seemed like nineteen. Yeah. Probably. Struck yeah. me. True. True. We loved him. Um. I hated him, but still. Okay. He, he was it was a great exit. They've found him on Tinder since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. He is shirtless. Um. So yes. Moving on. Um. Harry. Got, yes. In the Becky gets an party. ugly necklace. That's about all that happens. Joe oh, talks Adrian. to Ali and everyone gets very jealous. They're like, I think Joe may have gone out with Ali. I think yeah. they may have been boyfriend and girlfriend for a short amount of time. And if it's only like, yeah. we could find this out. He's His lips are sealed. He's not telling us. The whole thing is like, did they? But donk-a-donk mm. is the undertone of this whole Which question. Which we, the audience at home, knew the answer because there was a little hushed exchange between the two sisters Yeah, where Becky asked her that and then we saw the subtitles and she said, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? What did she say? I think Becky said, where's the effect of, well, did you... Dot, 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 and then in brackets or whatever, um, Ali says, yeah. Amazing. Mm. Good on her. <laughs> yeah, sure. In the American, did, do you know this? In the American Bachelor and Bachelorette, when it gets down to the final three, mm. they have overnight dates okay. where the Bachelor and slash or Bachelorette just sleeps with all three of them. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it, like... It makes sense, right? Like, you're trying to pick a life it's, partner. But also, it's, it's weird. The show's saying the quiet bit out loud there, though. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But then, like, but then, like in the Australian Bachelor and Bachelor, we just pretend sex doesn't exist, mm, weirdly. Right. And then and yet, in Bachelor in, in Paradise, mud, it's all anyone talks about. And yet mud baths and yeah. oh, Zoom baths. We'll allude dates. to it, mm. but never acknowledge it. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, so... Harry decides it's a brilliant idea. He's he's, he's running behind. He's behind the eight he's, ball. Yeah, it's, he didn't get the rose from the the double date, and so he's feeling like things are not looking good for him. So he approaches Becky. Yeah, to and then to coerce her into oh for yeah to convince Ali to give him a second chance. But first, he goes up to Ali and is like, "Do you want to have a chat?" And she's like, "Nah." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it was brilliant. I love that. Mm. Um, I hated Lockie for doing the same thing, but we have double standards on this podcast, yeah. don't you yeah. know? And then, yeah, he goes up to Becky to, like, ask her to plead his case for him. Mm. And what does she respond? She says, well, I sort of think that, you know, uh, a first impression, you made a great first impression on both of us, but I think now it's over to Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, I was just like, ew. Yeah. This is gross. I didn't like it one bit. Mm. And then she picks him at the end in the rose she, ceremony. Well, was she, she gets a rose. Yeah, he did. He got the last rose. So. And Jake goes home. Jake goes home. And I was I rejoiced, but I also knew that it was bad for the show that Jake yeah. went home. Without Jake, who's our antagonist, you oh, know? It's, it's They're trying to groom, you know, the, this little clique of Mr. Italian, Mr. Italy. And um, uh, there's kind of, you know, like, the I, I think perhaps is it um, our geologist and there's kind of, I don't know, there's this bunch of them that are I don't kind know. of talk in each other's ears about things. I haven't seen that, like, usually with The Bachelorette you have, like, the overprotective paternalistic clinger. Right. But as their, like, archetypal villain. Uh-huh. But we haven't really seen that yet. Right. Oh, well, that'll be Adrian, won't it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see how we'll have to see how we go. Steampunk hat man. Yeah. yeah. Overall, how are you how do you think the two compare so far? 
Look, um, I I I think the Bachelorette is pretty crap. I think I thought that yeah. the, I thought the Bachelor was pretty bad, but the the trash kind of TV sort of you know so you, you know guilty pleasure kind of aspect of the Bachelor was sort of much more evident than the Bachelorette where. It, um, it, it, yeah, it, it's like I'm not. Why am I? Why am I reducing myself to watch this when there's nothing to even watch? You know mm, what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. And it's kind of like the man in The Bachelor was the least interesting thing. Yeah. But it's like they haven't really swapped roles. They're still trying to be like little blokey dudes who all get along, which isn't good TV, and I don't care about seeing it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I want them to all be at each other's throats. Yep. Fight, physically. I think the only thing that's kind of I'm warming to more with The Bachelor is that yeah, I, I don't... Lockie's not there. Yeah. And The right. Bachelorettes, although I don't find either... I don't find them kind of particularly inspiring and, and you know, um, I'm not sort of enraptured and barracking for everyone. Oh, oh, my God, who's going to be the so lucky as to, you know, be chosen ultimately? Mm. I'm not... I'm not disliking them, you know, which is a big difference between me and my relationship with Lockie. Last yeah, there's, there's a warmth. But yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. quite understand... They don't seem to be taking advantage of any of the, like ways they could make them being two of them interesting if Mm, you know what i mean like mm. why didn't we see them conference chatting about who yep you know yep like i I, like there was a little bit of a sisterly sort of comforting becky when um when ab sort of left Left. and 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 she was obviously a little bit sort of it's not upset but at least kind of thrown off balance yeah and they were like oh good on him i guess Mm, yeah mm. but yeah it just feels like they're not really taking advantage of the format yeah, yeah. Only up from here. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. Fingers crossed for a villain next week, Dad. Yep, yep. Oh, we'll see there'll be an intruder, of course. That's no, there's no be. intruders this season. What? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you dashed my one little ray of hope. <laughs> no, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There were two intruders last season. Well, they really pulled out all the stops oh. for The Bachelor. But we don't get as good a ratings here. Right. Okay, peace right. out. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Me, My Dad and The Bachelor. If you want more fatherly content, you can follow us on Instagram at mydadbatchpod or shoot us an email at mydadbatchpod at gmail.com. This week's episode was produced by myself and Anthony Furchie. Music is by Latch Swing and Tri Trakyong. And the cover art is by my wonderful sister, Perrin Bosley. Have a good one. 